Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guest is a young man who's rising above those bigger obstacles and living his dream. And his dreams are big and he's accomplished a lot of big things. My next guest is Jahi Winston. He currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia. Jahi enjoys playing baseball, singing and working on building his nonprofit organization called You Can Too, which encourages kids to pursue their dreams in the arts and education. His career started on, on Broadway, New York Broadway, the Broadway Broadway. As young Simba in Disney production, The Lion King, he has shared the screen with Kevin Hart, Taraji P. Henson, starred in Netflix series Everybody Sucks, played a young Ralph Tresvant in a new edition story, and is now starring in Charm City Kings with Meek Mill, which will be streaming on HBO Max. I have seen the movie. It's fantastic. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Jahi Winston. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. Uh, Jahi, can I ask you how old you are right now? I'm 16 years old. 15 years old. And you have a foundation, a nonprofit organization called You Can Too. How old was that nonprofit? Um, it's a few years old. Uh, we started it, I think, uh, maybe 2018, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, 2018, right around um, top of 2018, closer, yeah, and yeah. Okay, tell us what it is, because this is really interesting that, you know, you're 15, most people are concerned about, I'm not saying they're, they're selfish, but they're concerned about their own personal gains, and here you are trying to give back and help on individuals, because we all know that arts and education is a tough field to get into, and to pursue yeah. levels of success. So you decided mm-hmm. in 2018 to start something. Tell us about what exactly it is, and, and how can students participate? Well, You Can Too is a nonprofit organization, and basically we um, mostly operate in marginalized communities, whether it be the inner cities or Atlanta, D.C., or anywhere um, in the country. Um, and it's an organization that uh, allows and helps young kids in those marginalized communities specifically to achieve their dreams and go after whatever they want, because oftentimes the and environments where the resources are a lot um, fewer than maybe the middle class suburbs of uh, Georgia or anywhere else. Uh, you don't have the resources and you don't have the um, uh, the visibility to actually see and be able to accomplish your dreams and your goals. And so um, we get tools and we go into schools and talk. Uh, obviously, you can't do that now because of the pandemic, but. Uh, that's primarily the work that we do in a um, marginalized community. Do you do anything now because of the pandemic or, you know, via Zoom or via any virtual platforms? Well, we're trying to brainstorm and try to come up ways and innovative ways that we can still be productive during this time. That's sort of been what we've been doing during uh, quarantine is just trying to brainstorm and uh, come up with, with different ways that we can expand and still be productive during the pandemic. You know, I have a, I, I have the honor of, um, and this is just listening to you talk and watching your career. And I have a something that honor black men. It's called the Cafe Mocha Swag Award. Cafe Mocha is a is a female centric, um, syndicated 
show for women of color, like 1.4 million women listen to the show weekly on syndications, a weekend show. And the Cafe Mocha Swag was a celebration of black men who are making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals from civic leaders, businessmen, activists, celebrities and everyday dads. I'm going to tell you something, Jahi. I've never given that award to a teenager mm. until now. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, you know, because, because see, you know, and, uh, and I'm not trying to say anything that um, just, you know, you know, when I, I do research before I do an interview. And so I get a pretty good grasp of what a person I'm talking to. That's why some of the interviews they sent, some of the questions they sent to me, I go off page and people go, nobody's ever asked that question. Because I'm actually, I kind of got a sense. I'm a former entertainer. I, I manage some of the biggest stars in this country and currently manage one of the biggest stars in this country. And I produce a lot of TV shows. And when I, when I hear a young man who's 15 years old, who, like I said, who's making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals. That's you. Uh, so, Jahi, you. why is that important uh, to you to help people, in your case, young people, to reach their life goals? Oh, man. I think just everything that I do comes mm-hmm. from a place of wanting to, to help, first and foremost, my people. Um, black people, not only my people, but primarily my people, because, um, you know, just the way that our societal structure is and the hierarchical nature of it. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, if you are black and and you are marginalized, you are uh, born with more strikes on you than um, our Caucasian brothers and sisters. So I think knowing that and being aware of that, it makes you responsible. Because once you're educated on it and once you're aware of it, you now have a responsibility. You have the tools and you have the resources. And so now it's your responsibility to do something about that and to make sure that um, just because someone is um, maybe less fortunate when it comes to privilege and power, it doesn't mean that they can't have the same access to um their dreams and their goals as anyone else who does have that privilege and is born with that privilege and that power. And so that's where all of my work comes from, whether it be the roles that I take, whether it be uh, the work that I do off screen and uh, the stories that I write and create and curate. I always want to come from a place of, okay, how is my community going to feel about this? And how can I service my community by, by doing this? Cool. I want to, I want to, uh, go to the the movie that's currently out that was be out um, on HBO Max in October October eighth it be in fact called Charm City Kings and I want to after I wrap this conversation up which will be in great detail I want to go back to the young Simba days and all these other opportunities you have but I I, I watched Charm City and I couldn't take my eyes off you young man you have <laughs> the ability to wait for the moment you have an uncanny skill where you're dynamic enough to understand that sometimes you don't have to say something to be effective. Mm. That's a, I'm telling you, I, I, when I, I, right now I'm visually going through different scenes. One of my favorite scenes was, uh, I've seen the movie twice. I usually, when I'm engaged in something, I go, I got to go see this again. You know? Cause you know, when you, when you see something, I'm saying, Johnny, when you see something two or three times, actually you really enjoy it more. Cause you start really, cause you, you already know what's coming up. So you kind of see mm-hmm. it a little bit different. Oh, I didn't see yeah. that. 
And one of my favorite right, scenes right. is when Black shows up at the summer run, and then you just staring at him, man. And that's the moment yeah. I'm talking to him. You didn't have to say anything, but you knew your acting ability showed me how important he was in your life. Tell me about that skill set. Tell me about that ability. Thank you. Um, I think that's just, um, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. Um, I think that's just I skill, something that I picked up. I, um, I got a really great compliment from a producer um, when I was working on a film that I did a few years ago. Uh, and he said that the reason that I got the job was basically what she said, my ability it wasn't what I said, it's what I didn't say that really um, allowed me to get that job. And so I think just focusing on that and naturally when you're in the moment as an actor, you know, if you're doing it right, I think every actor should possess that ability to still emote and still be in the moment even when they're not saying anything. So It really you. is. It re- I mean, you know, and I'm not telling I'm not telling you to go in auditions and not say anything now, Jahi. I'm just not right. telling okay now. You gotta speak now. You gotta speak. But you have yeah, that yeah. ability to trust yourself. And I wanna go back because I saw Lion King. First time I saw Lion King was in Los Angeles. Okay. And okay. then I saw it in Las Vegas. And Lord have mercy, I went and saw it in New York City. That New York City show is the real deal. You know, yes, it is. That's where, whoo, first team, first team, <laughs> first team, first team. Yeah. You know, you better have your act together in New York City at the Lion King, New York City. Tell us about how that opportunity happened to you, happened for you to be young Simba in New York City. Everybody, I just set the stage because everybody think all Lion Kings are alike. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're, not. they're good. They're good, right, Jahi? But they ain't like. Yeah, all of the productions are great. All of, I can say that all of the productions I think are great. Um, but you're right. The new, I mean, it's the flagship production, so it it, it definitely it, it hits different. Um, but I will say uh, the modified version, the modified story of how I became a part of the Lion King. Um, a friend of my brother's um, sent over the audition for an open casting call for Young Simba's and young novice to be in the Broadway production and the national tour production of the Lion King mm-hmm. um, to that audition. And at that first audition, there was about um, 500 kids there. And for those who aren't familiar with a, um, an open casting call, it's basically, it's not just for professional actors. It's for everyone. It's for everybody. You know, they call Pookie and them, everybody to come down and audition for it. Mm-hmm. So I went to that audition. I ended up getting a call back I got another call back after that audition, and then I went to New York City to audition in front of the executives or the the yes the executives for the for the Lion King uh, on Broadway, and I ended up getting the role two days later. And I moved to New York with my mom, and we lived in a shoebox apartment for about fifteen months. And <laughs> I, after that, I got um, the new audition story, and everything just sort of started happening after after that production now let's 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 get back to um charm city i'm I'm, I'm gonna bounce around because you 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 you're you're so talented that every story gonna take me in a different direction but it all leads back to charm city kings how did that happen for you my friend that movie opportunity okay um just like any other i was actually 
I was this was a challenging year. I been in a movie that didn't do as well as I thought it was going to do and a TV show that got canceled after one season and in the midst of trying to figure out where I want, what I wanted to do next and just trying to figure out what was the next stage in my career. The, my agent sent over Charm City, the script for Charm City Kings. Um, and I put off reading it for a while because I was like, nah, this, I don't think this was the right project, even though I hadn't read the script, but I auditioned for it. Anyway, I put myself on tape and, uh, I got a call back. And they, I read again, and then eventually I went to Los Angeles and I screen tested for it with Daniel Hansley, um, Lil D, and because uh, I Curtis, who are also in the movie that play, they play Lamont and Swear to God. I screen tested with them, and I um, screen tested in front of Angel Manuel Soto, our director. And uh, I think leaving that room, the three of us knew that mostly new <laughs> obviously that until we've gotten the job yet but i think we could feel the energy that mm-hmm. that we that we had done something special and so maybe a week later i think we got a week later word. a week later uh, maybe a, <laughs> a week later which is which is unusual because sometimes it takes months i know that's what, saying, that's what i'm saying i said a week later yeah. A week later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can schedule later. rent a week later. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> no for real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for real. It, it was daunting. But I, like I said, I think we knew from the energy in the room, just the chemistry between the three of us, that we that we had done something special. If we knew nothing else, we, we knew that we had sort of killed the audition and that we had a special chemistry and bond on screen. Um, and so a week later, they said that they wanted me and, we worked out the deal and I was still sort of uncertain, but I was like, all right, I'm going to trust my gut. I'm going to trust God. And I, and I went full steam ahead and it was, it was really cool. And I think I'll say this about Charm City Kings. It was my first time being at the center of a story, I'll say. Um, and I definitely think that it sharpened my work ethic. I worked very hard uh, on and off screen. You know, I would do maybe nine and a half hour days and, I worked every single day, every single day of production. I was there. Um, I think I had maybe a day and a half off and I worked every single day and I would come home to the hotel at night and still work on the script and work on the accent, work on the dialect. Like I really worked hard on this. And so this is a labor of love from all of us who are part of the film. And yeah, we're just really excited and proud of it for for sure. Now, when I, when I hear you talk like this about I, I I do I do I see a, a young director starting to be born here, uh, uh, sir Johnny? Uh-oh. Do, I, do I hear? Uh oh uh oh uh oh, you know? Uh oh, you may you right. Listen, speak <laughs> it. I, I, I receive it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Because of the fact that that uh, when I when I you 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 have, yeah, first of all you have a passion for it. you have a God gift uh, God has given you a, a brilliant talent that you are exercising and maximizing with hard work and focus. That's how you win long term. You don't win long term. Uh, you know, uh, just doing it when you feel like it. You know, you you, you can't just because you can dunk the basketball don't mean you can shoot a, a shoot a basketball. We've learned that in life. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. Meek Mill, his role in the movie. Um, mm-hmm mentor let's talk about his role off screen with you and um because it, it felt very genuine on screen yeah um meek and i it was interesting because uh meek released his his last album that he released uh championships uh he was working on that while we were shooting the movie and uh he has an incredible workout i'll mm-hmm. say that he mm-hmm. was 
he was going back and forth. I mean, if you, you can't. You one of the things you can't say about Meek is that he doesn't work hard. He works extremely hard, um, and he was doing championships while he was going coming back and forth doing shows, working on the album and doing the movie full time. So. Um, he has an incredible work ethic and also uh, one of the things that people don't know about him is that he's actually kind of shy and reserved into himself I would say I think people have a preconceived notion of rappers in general just because of the field that they're in um, and the braggadocious nature that is sort of required to do that um, but he's the ni- he's, he's a really nice and simple guy really shy and um, he he came prepared, and you know we all sort of it was a team effort to sort of make him feel comfortable because this is the first time his first time doing like a movie of this magnitude and mine as well. So I think we sort of help each other out in that sense. Um, he would ask me questions, and I would ask him questions. And the cool thing about it is we were both equally inquisitive when it came to how each of us worked, and I would watch him from a distance and sort of how he worked and how he got into it and it was in it was really cool to get to work with him and see him become more and more immersed into the process as production went on now um when you say the production now when we, we talk about it, it's three friends young teenage mm-hmm. friends in this movie and and uh it, it likens me to another one of my favorite movies on series on showtime the shot it's three young men in that series that i really really are uh, emotionally have tied to and I worry about on doing the series and and I think that's what happens when you have good chemistry in that television series the shot and so now when I go to Charm City Kings I found myself worrying about you three little bad suckers okay <laughs> worrying about what y'all gonna get into that's not gonna lead to anything that's positive in your life that's the chemistry you was talking about creating relatable characters that people can like be motivated to root for and be saddened if they don't achieve the success that they're planning or shooting to get in life. That yeah. how did that how did that play itself out? When I mean, we talked about Meek Mill, but that chemistry that you three had on screen or have on screen because the movie's coming out on HBO Max in October. Talk about that. Well, I, like I said before, I think because I, the uh, Danielle, not. Um, we knew leaving the chemistry read that if, even if we didn't get the job, we knew that we had done something special in the room in the, uh, when we did the, the screen test. And uh, it was really amazing to see our bond develop and grow throughout the filming of the movie and for us to trust trust each other more just, um, throughout the process of filming and um, just get closer off screen and on screen. It was that whole, all of that, you know, goes into how well the chemistry is on screen. And I think we all knew that. And on hell, our director and our producer, Caleb Pinkett, knew that um, if the chemistry between us doesn't work, then the movie doesn't work. Right. Uh, we are the center in the heart of the movie is there is the friendship between Miles Lamont and Swear to God. So uh, I think knowing that and knowing the responsibility of that uh, allowed us to um, trust each other more and to give an authentic performance and material on the screen. Very authentic. I'm talking to Jahi Winston. His star power shines as he leads the highly acclaimed Sundance award-winning feature film Charm City Kings, which is an executive abuse by Will and Jada Smith. Also starring my man, we just talked about him, rapper Meek Mill. And it was coming out, it was released 
October 8th on HBO Max. Um, Kevin Hart, on your resume. Okay, now we're going we're gonna to start talking noise right now to you, Jahi. Uh, Taraji okay. P. Henson on your resume. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Will and Jason Smith on your resume. Uh, um, am, how am I talking to you, Jahi? I, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm flying in that that level of air right now. How am I talking to you, Jahi? Because you, 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 you're up there, boy. You got your food chain is pretty powerful right now. Talk to me about it. <laughs> Working with these people and what have they brought to you as far as because you're very mature. Let's go and just. Get that out. You mature. You're very focused. You're one of these kids who who get it early on. I always tell people, you know, President Obama didn't didn't think about being the president when he decided to run for president. He prepared to be your president. I when I when I when I did my homework on you and listening to this interview, this is something you wanted to do, man. And you you were preparing every day to be successful at it. And I saw it in Charm City Kings more than anything because, like you said, that was your first leading role. It was your first time putting yeah. yourself out there where if you suck, then the movie sucks. Of course, it didn't happen yeah. because it was an award-winning feature film at Sundance. And so talk about working with these incredibly iconic talents that are recognizable on social media, that are recognizable in any magazine that they appear on. They, uh, they, they create engagement when they appear on TV and in the movies. Talk about those relationships, starting with my man, Kevin Hart. Well, uh, all of those um, relationships and the dynamics and working with all those people have been great. But I'll say about uh, Kevin, Kevin is more than anything, he's just a genuinely nice, kind human being. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think that's the general consensus from everyone who has worked with him is that his, his heart and his spirit and his energy on set, he exudes such positivity. Like, that's not just his brand for no reason the whole positivity thing and the positive vibes, like he exudes that on and off screen when the cameras are on and when they're off. Um, and uh, he's just a naturally giving person. And like I said, he's just really kind and that's just who he is um, by nature. He doesn't know he can't be anything else. And that's when you know that he's genuine and authentic when, you know, you really can't be, you don't know how any other way to be, but who you are, which is uh, giving and, generous person uh i'll say uh taraji um was an incredible experience just because i i literally grew up watching i grew up watching all of those people that you named but <laughs> yeah, you only you only 15 Johnny. you you grew up yeah. watching everybody everybody yeah and i'm still, <laughs> but, still but uh taraji was pretty special just because you know she's sort of a hometown girl my family is from dc and She's from the same area of D.C. as my mom and my, my aunt and where my mom grew up. So uh, that was pretty special to do that. It was a full circle moment. Mm -hmm. uh, and my mom and Taraji used to go to the same hairstylist back in the day. But, the <laughs> hair, but they didn't know each other. Right. And my mom, this is crazy. My mom was in the salon the day before Taraji left for Hollywood. Taraji had come in and said, the story is, Taraji had come in and been like, hey y'all, you know, make sure y'all tell me, you know, goodbye and wish me luck because I, I leave to go to LA tomorrow. Um, and my mom was in there the day that, Taraji, the day before Taraji left to go to That's Hollywood. Hot. That's hot. That's hot. So 20 plus years later, you know, I got to work with her and uh, we got to sort of, my mom and Taraji got to sort of talk about that. But yeah, that was incredible. And 
you know, it just, all of these experiences have been really, really beautiful and full circle. The fact that I'm still pinching myself, the fact that I get to work with them and bond with them and Taraji sort of like my industry fairy godmother. Right. <laughs> you know, she's all, I, we check in every now and then. I wish them happy birthday. So, uh, yeah, I'm really grateful for all of those relationships and experiences. Now, when you, when you look at the life in general, um, I live in Atlanta, Jahi, you know, not trying okay. to, not trying to get into your life or anything, but I do like you a lot. If you, if you, cause they tell me you're like, uh, you know, you're outdoorsy kind of a guy. Um, did, or, the, the movie is about bikes. Watching mm-hmm. your skill sets out there. I just want to bounce back. Cause I got to talk about that because <laughs> Lord knows I couldn't do none of the things those young men were doing skill set wise out there with, just talk about that experience in general, watching that and watching it being taped and realizing that that's a whole different level, skill set level out there that that's, that's, that's special. Oh, my gosh. That was one of my favorite parts of like any time my scene was enough, I would always we would because I, Didi and I, we would always want to stay and watch the writers do their stunts because that was like the best part chino braxton chino shout out chino uh who's in the film uh he plays jamal in the film and uh he is known across the world not i was about to say the country but across the world as one of the greatest dirt bike riders like in the game like he's crazy he can tap dance i'm this is not an exaggeration he can tap dance on the bike while with one wheel in the air like it's really crazy that's not an exaggeration google it like he's a beast (laughs) and so to watch that now i i they wouldn't let any of us near the bikes they were like they were like absolutely no not no you can't they were like labor laws all that stuff so we didn't really get to ride sorry if that ruins like the effect for anybody but we didn't really get to ride However, it, the the highlight was I, we didn't need to. I feel because we got to watch and experience that like just dope environment of them. And Queen, shout out Queen too. She was a dope rider too. She was a female rider mm-hmm. on the set. And stuff. Mm-hmm. That was incredible watching watching them do their thing. Yeah, I, I, I had to I definitely had to get that shout out. And I definitely don't not trying to tell a story, but that definitely watching them do their thing in the. Um, movie is of charm city kings i'm interviewing uh jahi winston uh the incredible lead uh players first lead a major lead in a movie where he is the star he's the guy who carries his star power carries this movie um I, what i was going to say man i'm about to wrap this up if you like fishing man I, i'd love to invite you by my house man and when you know, just want to relax and talk and i uh, do a little uh little backyard fishing man i got a little uh little lake got some 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 fish in there that are catchable. When I catch them, I throw them back. But uh, you, you you're definitely special, Jahi, and I, I I wish you great luck in your career. And I, and definitely we're going to talk again because of the fact that you're you're going to be successful, man. And when you and when you throwing out ideas about what to do with your foundation from a virtual standpoint, reach out to me. That's what I do for a living, man. I make things happen, brother. I really really do. And also I want to congratulate you, and I hope you realize the importance of me selecting you as a Kathy Mocha swag award honoree because it's, it's really important to me that you understand that because you're making a difference at 15 years old you're making a difference in younger young people's lives and younger people's lives and don't change okay 
Thank you so much, sir. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. We're gonna keep talking about it, brother. We're gonna we're gonna hype it on my social media. We're gonna blow you up. You're already blown up, but we're gonna blow you up even more, Jahi. Tell your mom hi. Tell everybody around you God is with you as long as you remember who he is. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. Bye-bye.